0: Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. All right. So last week, you may have noticed that I was having some audio difficulties, and I have since figured that out. But now Esther's mic is being weird, and we tried everything, couldn't get it to work. We're just taking it as a sign that this week is a week in which we will gift you. a very excellent episode of our Charmed Patreon content. Um, for those of you who don't know, we are recapping all of Charmed, well, season one of Charmed, on our Patreon, Patreon currently, uh, and it's super fun. This episode was really, really fun to chat about, and hopefully, it will hold you over until next week when we have either both gotten new mics that stop giving us trouble, or have figured out what the heck might be going on. Have a great day. We love you.
1: Time, 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 time. Can you hear her? Her stalker panting, her panting, <laughs> trying to kiss my face at night. Are you awake? Like, that's her thing. It's like, she'll come check to see if you're awake and then wake you up to make sure you're awake. Yeah. She's like,
0: are you alive? And I bet I can tell you if you're alive or not if I stick my tongue all the way up your nose. All (laughs) the way in your throat.
1: (laughs) All the way in your throat. Come
0: on. Okay. Are you recording?
1: Uh, I am recording. Let me close her in the pen before she eats trash. Okay. And then poops on the bed. (laughs) But yes, I am recording. Awesome. Okay, let me get back in here before my boobs pop out. Okay.
0: And I'm going to put on do not disturb. Okay. So, charmed. Charmed. The episode charmed, we've charmed. all been waiting for. And yes. by all of us, I mean you and me specifically. And yes. boy howdy, was it all over the place. <laughs> it was
1: it was so like
0: what? Yeah. So, we're recapping episode no, season 1, episode 6. It's six. called The Wedding from Hell. And this, in this episode, they shoot their Hecate wad super fucking early. <laughs> I feel like that should have been a bigger demon that they were going demon? up against.
1: Well, I I feel like, why are you turning like an under, like they said like, the, uh, like a demon for the underworld. There's like lots of underworld demons. Yeah. But they're not like. But they're like kind of wusses, if it makes any sense. Like,
0: well, and also that's not what Hecate is. But in the nineties, you know. all of the sort of like discourse about Hecate, she's always used as sort of just like generic demon for like generic the bad guy woman that is evil. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like they shot their wad using her for this like weird like breeder uh-huh. demon. And it's only episode six. Like, that seems like it could yeah. have been sort of like a bigger, like, season finale sort of yeah. big bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Having it be like such a weird minor episode. But also, episode. they kept
1: saying her name wrong. And so it was like, he- it was like Hecate or whatever. It was like, it wasn't Hecate. Cause I would say like Hecate. Yeah. I mean, it was, but they were saying it like. I don't like, even
0: remember how they were saying it.
1: Every, every, uh, dang it. I, I'm going to, I'm going to like take a shot of it and put it in the podcast
0: right here. <laughs> We've been expecting you. Hey
1: on the Padre, buddy.
0: Go right ahead in, ma'am. She is the bearer of the demon child. Beware, Hecate. Hecate. Okay. (laughs) And that's how they pronounce it. And it's really weird. (laughs) There was just a lot of weird pronunciation. Um, But yeah, so basically the general plot is that there's this evil bride-to-be who has to like harvest... The seed of an innocent man in order to stay alive? She has I to didn't have a demon child. Why the <laughs> wedding was necessary? <laughs> well, according to the Google search that Prue does, it has to be <laughs> sanctified by a priest. But they killed a priest. <laughs> like, I know. It doesn't make any sense. That was like, there were so many moments in this where I was like, am I missing something? One of them was. The fact that one of the subplots is that they all think that Piper. No. Yeah. Piper might be pregnant from Jeremy. And I was like, who the fuck is Jeremy? Jeremy?
1: (laughs) Because we've been like, maybe it's because we're going so slowly through these episodes, but I feel like way more time than like four weeks has passed. Yeah. the, the, The first guy in the first episode. It's
0: been six episodes. So even if you're doing kind of like the old school idea that there's a week per episode, it's like completely bizarre to basically time has no meaning in this show whatsoever. <laughs> it really does. Like she's now with like is guy they, since well, then, at first right? I thought did she have sex with John Cho? Did do we miss a John Cho we, conception? Yeah. Was there moment? a love scene with her and John Cho that we missed? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. It was like who the fuck is Jeremy? And apparently Jeremy was like her boyfriend. I didn't realize that he was. Her I didn't boyfriend. realize that either. That I was not was clear like, in episode one. Yeah, just
1: kind of like just kind of dating, not even like boyfriend, just kind of like casually like going out with somebody. Yeah, you know what I mean? like. Because because they were also, like, prudish prudence. They are yeah. also prudish about all the sex stuff that all yeah. of a sudden they're like, wait, you slept together? Is she what?
0: pregnant? Yeah, it was so weird. And Jeremy was one of the handsome, generic white men from episode one, but he's not been in any episode since. No, like, no. Like, he was in the pilot, and that is it. He gets killed in the pilot by yeah. the sisters, and but yet somehow sisters. in episode six, He's popping back up as a potential baby daddy. Yeah,
1: And I didn't know who it was until they said, and we exploded him in the attic. And I was like, Oh him.
0: Okay. Even then I was like, I need to look at the Wikipedia page for this. Cause I have no idea who they're talking about. And then I pulled him up on the like fandom wiki and he's uh-huh. only in episode one. And then one episode in episode two where he gets like, or in season two where he gets like, like brought from the dead by somebody. So we have that oh. to look forward to. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert for season two: He's coming back. Yeah, but, but I'm just sure for he's gonna one die episode. So. Yeah, exactly. He's not sticking around, so it just seems so weird. Like I feel like they had to make it him as the potential baby daddy because well, it's established that like maybe they were in a relationship, although I don't really think that was established. Well, see, and they I thought just have maybe it, a it could
1: have been like the. I thought maybe it could have been one of the guys from like from the last, previous week who yeah. he sent her
0: flowers.
1: Yeah, like, that she maybe like because I was she do, was on like, dates
0: with so many guys that episode. She didn't sleep with any of them. Yeah. I think the problem is that they filmed they like released all of these out of order from the original plan. I don't That's know what true. was going on in 1998, but like we talked about last week, like they they filmed things and must have written the plot of things in a different order than the way that the episodes were released. Episode episodes ended up being released. So there's all yeah. sorts of like weird plot holes and weird like inconsistencies where you're like, "Oh, is that ever going to come up again?" Because right, the right. other one is that the whole plot of this is this wedding. Uh, Piper is catering this wedding and this is an episode in which she mentions her head chef boss being on the way to France. But if you remember in episode two, she was already in charge of the restaurant because he'd already left. Right. So, and that's like not addressed. So I think that this was supposed to be brought up really significantly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It probably was supposed to be episode two. Because, like, the actual episode two, because we have Jeremy, and then that episode, and then episode two now, but three then, could have been like, oh, he already left. Oops, my bad. Yeah, exactly.
0: That would have made way more sense. So who the fuck knows what was going on? But it's, like, not addressed (laughs) that the chef has not been in the last four episodes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And everyone's been fine. Everyone's been fine. It's all been fine. (laughs) But basically, so we open up on these two lovers discussing their upcoming wedding. And there's like this weird moment where he says like, oh, Mrs. Spencer. And she corrects him and basically like indicates that she's going to be hyphening, hyphenating her last name. And his response mm-hmm. is, are you getting cold feet? And I'm like, <laughs> was 1998 so long ago that hyphenations were that rare? Especially in San Francisco. Like, I feel like half of my childhood friends parents had or at least moms had hyphenated last names if not both parents I feel parents. like
1: I feel like more professionals had hyphenated names maybe and since maybe she wasn't like a doctor or lawyer or something like that where the name would ha- I don't know. No, I, I mean in my life it's it.
0: like 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 so many of my friends moms hyphenated their last names like kept mm-hmm. their maiden name in some way. And mm-hmm. that's why it was seemed so natural for me to do it, but also right. like I just think that it was so Like, they're supposed to be these one true pairings, and he's just kind of a weirdo, but he comes from this super rich family, and there's some weirdness with his mom just right off the bat, where she's like, no, I'm not having second thoughts, and he's like, well, maybe we should elope, and she's like, like your mom would ever agree to that, and then the mom pops up out of nowhere, and is basically the same age as the son and... Yeah, I know. Well,
1: I they were like, they are like, yeah, you're in your third, like your 20s or 30s, maybe. I think it was like their 20s, like early 20s. Yeah. And I was like, they all look like they're 47. What is going on? <laughs> I think it's like the styling, I see forehead lines. Like, yeah, is exactly. it the styling? And is it the facial care? Like, what's what was going on in '98 that no uh, one was using moisturizer? Don't talk about facial care. Look at my forehead. My but really that's when you crinkle your forehead. He was like laying on the ground, fainted with crinkles in his forehead. So. <laughs>
0: So they're interacting with the mom and basically they're talking about how excited for this wedding they are. And suddenly this mysterious, beautiful blonde woman pops up in the uh, driveway and reminds the mom of this pact that they had, basically in which the son has to marry her. And that blonde woman is Hecate, the sperm craving demon. (laughs) Uh, so basically they like, she kind of puts him in a trance. I his name's Elliot, but they put Elliot in a trance or whatever, like knock him out cold because he has to basically be brainwashed into breaking up with his existing fiance where the wedding is two days from then.
1: I, that's, and, I didn't get like,
0: why didn't Hecate come sooner? Like, yeah. Like when the relationship was first forming or like do a whole, like, what is it? The... When he turned 18, if they want like a truly innocent little, yeah. like, blank slate or whatever it doesn't really make that much sense to let him become an adult like what's the point of that yeah just causing yeah. dismay <laughs> i
1: don't know i'm just thinking of like a, tw- a a swan princess scenario where you just pretend to be the true love and just kind of sneak up there and like hide the one true love away and pretend to be the one yeah. true love he always wants you know like there's That's a better way i was to do thinking this than of like ariel and
0: wedding. ursula like oh no it's <laughs> okay. it's the same yeah. person just now she's a brunette like you you can't yeah. tell the difference <laughs>
1: That, like, that would have been like a fun like exploration like of like actresses or whatever
0: but they've already done a face swapping demon so they I'll couldn't just do that <laughs> again oh dogs
1: yeah Holman's back Get- from getting something and Doongies has feelings about
0: Doongi's like someone at the, Who the door hell are you? Oh
1: hi Dad. What's <laughs> okay. going on?
0: It's also the coldest night of the year, so it's very, very, very cold. Oh my night. god. See, this is where the Korean floor heating method makes me so happy because I can imagine how cozy it would be with the floor heater on. Yes.
1: Yes. It is I want I want to sleep on the bare floor.
0: It's yeah. Nice. You can. <laughs> I won't tell anyone. I could. Okay. <laughs> Only our Patreon supporters will know. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Uh, okay, so anyway, um, and then it goes into the intro again, beautiful San Francisco. I just love the intro so much. Well, I, I don't like the intro because,
1: okay, so I like the first beginning part because it, like, went right into the action. Yeah, that's and true. And then we get, like, this, like, languid, like, I did like the song. The song this time they, they chose was very nice. It was, like, yeah. a punky sort of, like, female rocker voice. But then, like, it's just like, okay, we got it. San Francisco. Okay, another scene in Forty-five oh, seconds. We got the pier of San Francisco, San Francisco. <laughs> and here's something else from San Francisco. Oh, and now we're at the house. Okay, yeah. You know, so it's exactly. just like, just do like just two or three shots. I'm like, th- who are they trying to pay with all of this like filler time? Like, let's
0: get going here. <laughs> There's some racket where like the B roll people have something on the director. They have to like pay them for so much time. I love that idea. That's hilarious. <laughs> Um, so then we cut back to the mansion, and Piper's taking a pregnancy test because again she thinks that she might have gotten pregnant with Jeremy of all people's child. <laughs> Honestly, I'd rather have a John Cho ghost baby. I think that, that I know. Would be I was. Like, so I thought at
1: first I was like, "Wait, did something go with John Cho? They are we ever going to let
0: Piper date anyone else? I don't think we are. Probably not."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I mean, we we're. I'm just gonna think that it's like a possession of John Cho with any boyfriend she has. Yeah, in the
0: exactly. It's always John Cho. Sorry, John Cho. You're adorable, and we love you. <laughs> um But the the other weird thing that happens right now is that they Phoebe finds the box in the trash, and then has a vision of a demon baby being born. But the weird thing about that is that obviously they want you to think that Piper is gonna have a demon baby. But right. like by the end, you know that it's actually Hecate having a demon baby. But then right. it's like, what prompts these fucking visions? I like, know she sees Is a it pregnancy like, test. And a- <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> oh, pregnancy test. Somebody having a baby. Like, of course, yeah. somebody's gonna have a baby at some point <laughs> in the world, and it doesn't seem to have any connection to them at that point because we haven't even seen them interacting with Hecate yet.
1: Right. Well, and, and did pregnancy tests used to take a lot longer to uh, come back? Because she was in that bathroom for a long ass time. Like everyone kept knocking at the door asking, her, and she's like, "Just a second, I'm."
0: There. <laughs> I've I taken like, okay. two pregnancy tests in my life, and both of them were like, "Oh, like ten years ago." Uh, thank you, IUD. <laughs> 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 but I have no idea. I remember waiting probably only like two minutes, not like 25 minutes. Like, yeah, everyone's was, knocking was like on the bathroom door. So upset. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. So that was I was just like, OK, you can kind of like tell like within a minute or two if you're pregnant or not, like unless like it's like a fault, like a false positive, like and then it'll kind of be weird. But well, also like, in the
0: world of the show, it's been like six months.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I so no I was just I was just like, why is this pregnancy test taking so long? Yeah, that pregnancy? like both of her sisters are like desperate to get into the bathroom and she's busy waiting for the pregnancy test results. But
1: there was a second bathroom downstairs. I did not understand this bathroom <laughs> conundrum. But also like, but the, the pregnancy test, she just threw the box away. She didn't throw the actual test away. Yeah. And so it's like, so I don't, I didn't understand like maybe other than just the vision that 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 um, CB had that phoebe had that she it was there was no proof that it was positive Right. In the first place. so
0: piper goes downstairs and she's like talking to prue about how she has this wedding that she's catering and it's at the spencer mansion and she's on the hook because her boss just left and the contract was with the restaurant in general and then phoebe walks down and is like i know what's going on with piper and prudence thinks she's talking about the wedding and so does Phoebe or so does Piper Piper, and Phoebe has no reason to you're totally right Phoebe didn't see a positive pregnancy test she just saw a pregnancy test wrapper and then had a vision of a demon baby being born and somehow she's like assuming her sister's pregnant with a demon
1: yeah well and this does set the precedence that Phoebe's just really bad at translating her own visions yeah she just assumes that whatever like she didn't see Piper's face Piper yes she didn't see Piper's face at all she just kind of assumed that oh here's a pregnancy test box that piper touched and so therefore it must be piper's baby sort of stuff yeah
0: yeah i have to say of these three powers i think that prudence is is the only one that i'd actually want (laughs) (laughs) telekinesis seems great freezing time i don't really want to do that And seeing the future, I literally have never had any interest in. Like, no, thank you, ma'am. Like, as an anxious person, I think that that would make it a thousand times worse. Because ten times worse. You can see it's changeable. Like that, the the visions that she has. It's very impressionable. Yeah, exactly. They're not like destined or whatever. They're super, super adjustable. So it's like, I don't know. That it just doesn't seem like it would be worth constantly being anxious about what could happen. You know. Yeah. Anyway, maybe. so Piper asks Phoebe for help with catering and when they show up to the mansion to like start setting stuff up, there is a priest waiting outside and he tries to warn Piper that the bride is a demon. Right. <laughs> and security guards throw him out, but he then somehow sneaks in still uh, with some like delivery. A living truck maybe? Yeah, delivery yeah. something, yeah. Exactly. So he ends up in the house anyway. Yeah. Um, I guess we could just sort of finish up what happens to him and then yeah, talk about yeah, the fertility thing. But basically he confronts the uh the bride Hecate who what's her name in it Jade is the yeah, demon. Jade, Jade Demon, which I was like very subtle writers <laughs> like very very subtle with that last name. Uh but Demond. so he the priest confronts Jade Demon and she like flings him out of a window and he dies. Yeah. And he on I thought him, it was, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, so, sorry. I was I was going to say I thought it was really cool the way that
1: her like minion demon like snucked up like right behind him and then like broke his neck or whatever. Because I was like, that's how women get shit done. We don't like go <laughs> in and just try to like egotistically talk our way through stuff. They're just going to sneak up behind you and then your neck. <laughs> I
0: missed that completely. So thank you for sharing that. That's hilarious. The demon minions were just like collectively very, very... I guess misused characters like yes. during the actual wedding, they're bridesmaids and they're in a wine cellar, like having a conversation. Like, yeah. <laughs> where are you? You're I supposed not to be attending the at wedding. We'll get there in a second. I was just like, what? <laughs> it <laughs> was just so strange. They were just so weirdly used. But anyway, so yeah. um, the priest ends up being dead. And of course, Andy and why can't I ever remember his name? Cause I never say his name. I feel like. Yeah, Andy's partner. What the fuck is Andy's partner's name? I feel so bad. That's so Does it start weird. with a B? Andy Daryl. Daryl. Okay. Uh, I think. Hold on. Let's see. Yeah, Daryl. Oh, the picture that they use on here is really cute. He's a total babe. I mean a cab and everything, but I love Andy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Andy and Daryl are of course the only detectives in the city of San Francisco. (laughs) In the San Francisco Bay. They're the only two murder detectives or like suspicious death detectives. Yeah. Send them. So they go and Andy finds this uh, dagger on the father's like person. And so he takes it as evidence, obviously. Uh, And he brings it to Prue to be looked at because again, it hasn't been brought up that much recently, but she works at an auction house and she's like an expert at this stuff. <laughs> right, right. It's the just, other yeah. reason that this is so obviously from earlier in the season and just got moved to a later spot is because the guy who hired Prue and his creepy assistant, who were like suggested to be evil in episode one, are more right. evil in this episode.
1: Yes, yes. So they, it's they like, were still, I was like,
0: oh, you're back. Yeah. They hired you uh, back. Uh, okay. Oh, there Okay. So, well, before Andy gets there with the knife, uh, Prue and the helper woman for the auction house are, like, cataloging a fertility icon. And the boss says, like, oh, this is going to, as a gift for this wedding or whatever. Um, From you know who. From you know know who, who. who. yeah. (laughs) And there's this whole, like, weirdness where they were going to go to the wedding to make sure that it, like, went off without a hitch. And then they realized that... Piper is gonna be there and they know that Piper is Prudence's sister, so they're like, I guess we can't go, we'll just send it, whatever. So it's just like the first clue in that there's like a deeper conspiracy going on. Exactly. In yeah, exactly. So uh the Padre's oh, wow, knife. Wow. Oh yeah, so he uh, the knife gets brought to Prue, and Prue looks it up on the computer. To, it was so hard Googling. for me not
1: to take a screenshot of that and just read it. Yeah, like, like what it was else ridiculous are they saying the little here. the sentences I did read. I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. I not was watching on my
0: iPad, so I couldn't read it that closely, but I'm very <laughs> curious about what it said. Maybe I'll go back and screenshot it later. <laughs> <laughs> um But I guess we are since we're jumping around, I need to figure out where we were talking about the knife. Okay, so uh, the inscription on the blade is in Latin, and it says, I shall not rest till the demon is vanquished. Um, and she finds this connection with Hecate from the uh, from the dagger. Why did I lose the word dagger? <laughs> I was like, from
1: the Googling she found from Hecate. The but it was Googling. before Google.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was before Google. I guess Google probably technically existed in 1998, but it was like some whatever non-descript like, ask Jeeves yeah she was asking Jeeves God do you remember <laughs> that that was such a funny character what yeah. a like <laughs> screenshot in time uh, anyway so I guess that's kind of what happens with the knife is that it brings up yeah. the issue that it's probably that it's the knife is related to hecate meanwhile Piper and Phoebe are like at this wedding venue or at the mansion where the wedding will be and piper's like realizing that the bride name is different from what was on the contract she's like this is so weird and one of the other confirmations is that they have like pressed napkins with the names and all i could think was like super rich society san francisco people would not have cocktail napkins with their names it no. in another wedding like no. absolutely they would not. have like embroidered napkins <laughs> yeah exactly it would definitely be something or just blank but like having the like yeah like gold pressed whatever it letters Graduation it is, ceremony. Uh, yeah, level. it seems more graduation <laughs> than wedding. Especially in like high society, whatever. Um so uh yeah so then they run Piper and Phoebe somehow run into Allison and Piper wants to help her because she knows like your name is on this napkin. Like you should be the one who's getting married to him. Who is this lady and what's happening here? And Allison explains, like, I don't know. Things have been weird for a little while. And she just showed up and blah, 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 blah. There's, like, no real understanding on her part of, like, what's going on. Other than that, this is, like, a family friend who she's suddenly been jilted for. But they're keeping all of the same wedding (laughs) dates and everything. Yeah. Even the dress, I think. Like, (laughs) (laughs) just chaos. Um, Oh, and they run into Allison, who was supposed to be the bride, after Allison sneaks in and, like, ends up in Elliot's room to be like, what's going on? You owe me an explanation. And then Elliot, like, doesn't... It felt like he didn't really recognize her, but when he heard the name, he was like, don't hurt Allison. Like, he knew that there was some history there, but he didn't initially recognize her, which I think speaks to kind of, like, the idea that he's been brain right. or whatever
1: yeah like like the true love was still inside him somewhere but that like the initial brainwashing kind of er- erased her from his memory essentially
0: yeah exactly um so
1: and the mom kind of freaks out like uh, that the padre sort of died they call him padre um that the father sort of died. Yeah, like there. It wasn't agreed with that there would be murder on our doorstep or something. Oh, right, right, like, right. Yeah, or something like that. So like her role was very like strange to me because I so,
0: couldn't tell whose side she was on. Right. So I guess like the I guess the idea behind the mom is that like twenty years before, which doesn't seem like that long if this guy's in his mid twenties, she had <laughs> like basically traded her son his her like virtuous son or whatever to Hecate for success and power. And they're a really rich family with a lot of power, a lot of like cultural capital, blah, 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 blah. And of course Hecate is coming back to like, you know, complete that deal or whatever. Yeah. But it's so crazy because the mom is acting like she, like somehow she's being victimized by the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no girl, this was all on you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it is
0: really hard to figure out kind of like what her deal exactly is. Mm-hmm. It's so what strange. What her motivation is. And exactly. Like that. Uh, okay. So then Piper, after they've kind of like talked to, um, to Allison, Prue sort of comes, I'm sorry. I don't know. I watched this twice this morning and yet I'm still losing my mind. So I remember Prue, the end when she better. The, the, but how does yeah. how does how does so how do the sisters reconnect?
1: Okay, so Prue saw like the Hecate website, and she's right. like, "I got it at home." Yeah, and so she took the dagger with her because she knew it had to do with the wedding because of the fertility goddess thing. I think. Oh, okay, okay. So, so she, um, so she went back to their house, and um, Phoebe was already looking at a book with a page of Hecate because she thought that. Piper was Hecate and she's like, Piper, you're gonna be having a demon baby, you know, blah blah blah. Hecate oh, and Hecate's and the only like, one No, who I'm not even demon pregnant. Babies. <laughs> yeah. And then and then Prue walks in saying, No, she's not she's not having a demon baby, Hecate is And then from there, that's when they and they go to the bachelorette party because they're like, well, we need to see because I don't know if she's a demon or not. So we need to go check it out. Oh, my God. And boy, do they
0: find out at the bachelorette party. (laughs) So like somehow Piper is also catered like the entire wedding weekend. So for the bachelorette party, which is at the mansion. They have like a whole setup of all this food that Piper has made. And so, of course, she's like incredibly upset that no one's eating any of her food. And then a pizza delivery man gets there and she's like, what? How rude. And then it turns out to be a stripper. And it is like the least sexy situation of all time. Like they're in a fully like, this stripper brightly lit is room. Just ridiculous. The stripper is ridiculous. So cheesy. He was naked. Almost not naked. He was in like a g-string. Almost immediately. Like he opens uh-huh. the pizza box. There's a boom box in it, which is great. I love it. Like a, boom a small box. boom box. Love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts playing music and just immediately takes off all of his clothing. Yeah. And all the women like get all close to him and they're like, ooh, how sexy. He looks good enough to eat. And I'm like, no, Yeah, he doesn't. You're no. wrong. No. no. Very wrong. Completely wrong. And then they morph into their demon form and like sink their fingernails into his chest and consume him all while the sisters are watching from the window. Yep. Yep, <laughs> no attempt to save the poor delivery man, huh? Nope, not nope. at all.
1: Even though they would have had like the element of surprise, they yeah, had the dagger ready.
0: Absolutely, and there's three of them, and
1: only four of the bridesmaids. Yeah, of, of the bridesmaids and Hecate. Yeah, they
0: could have taken him. They could have taken him. Yep. They probably already had the knife on them too. They went to go. Yeah, see I, if I she think Prius still had the knife. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, very stupid. But you got to see them all like transform into hideous demons. Okay, which brings me to another larger point about shows like this in general. Why are all demons so ugly? Is it anti-Semitism is what I'm asking. Oh, I didn't go there, but maybe? They look like caricatures, like the way that the... the like oh my goblins God. the goblins in like Har- Harry yeah. Potter look Harry like, Potter and it's how always sort of like-, like crooked hook noses and long stringy hair balding wrinkled whatever but I feel like always having to have demons turn into these scary monsters with hook noses mm-hmm. feels anti-semitic to me
1: yeah I didn't think that my thought mostly like this was the beginning of special effects makeup, and it was like they're the just only notes they could to, do. Yeah. You know, if I don't. Makes any I mean, sense, I don't like... think that
0: there's like like intentional, intentional anti-Semitism, yeah, but I yeah. do feel like that's like a weird these thing that happens are with all of just in our characters. culture. Yeah, sort, sort, of sort of just in our cultural cultural like more in general. It feels sort of anti-Semitic. I yeah. mean, I guess if you can see those traits and be like, just because they're demon doesn't mean they have to look like comically evil in right. these specific well, ways.
1: Because I'm trying to think, like, when in Angel, when they turn into vampires, it was just, like, their eyebrows that kind of morphed, if I remember correctly. Yeah,
0: that's true. So maybe it's just on this show. Because I feel yeah. like almost every bad guy on this show remember, has...
1: I don't remember, in Buffy, how they morphed their faces. Like, if it was, For like, demons. different every time. Or Usually was...
0: in Buffy, I feel like it was, like, almost, like, molten flesh. Yeah. I think Maybe that, I'm I think reaching. That's I just found, like, this is so weird because she's this, like, really beautiful... Like gorgeous uh-huh. woman, and then when she turns bad, she like morphs into like to, like this old witch like Baba Yaga, hook nose. nosed, yeah, whatever. Baba and lady, yeah. I'm like, she can be evil and still pretty. Like, why are we? Yeah, maybe that's like maybe it's not as much. Or, I think that there's still something to be said about the anti semitism that involves demons right, always right, right. having some of those features, but more so than anything, the idea that beauty and goodness are uh-huh. aligned. Yeah. It's just like yeah. so pervasive in this specific show. Because the other thing is that they've already had a villain that lost his looks if he wasn't consuming the souls of others. And that right. made sense that he would like look more physically Hagrid. haggard. 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 <laughs> haggard. <laughs> I do that all the time. Uh that he would look more physically haggard. But in this situation, it's like she could be a beautiful, evil demon. Like, why does she have to be scary? It's kind of like how in even Snow White, it's like she has to transform into a dragon when she's at her evil form. Mm -hmm. Beauty does not equal morality and goodness Mm -hmm. at all. And we know that. But yet in all of pop culture, it's always like beautiful woman can't be bad. Beautiful woman must be good. (laughs) <laughs> right, or the, the the only one that doesn't really die
1: first is the virgin, you know, the one yeah. who slept with, you know, that sort of morality sort of thing. That's so just like,
0: oh my god, you guys. Anyway, we'll I have, just have
1: to, we'll have to take note, like in the next couple of weeks, because we know they're going to change their faces all the time. Like,
0: oh yeah, it's going to be every single thing, because I think you're also right. They're so excited to have these like morphing technologies <laughs> that they're like, we have to do a face <laughs> every episode. Morph. I know. I think it would be way better if they made her when she turned evil just like sprout wings or something. I don't know. Why yeah, her face or has just to like, turned... or just
1: like make her even more beautiful. You know, like she has yeah. like, a very Snow White sort of like you know blonde hair. Well, not Snow White, but like she has blonde hair. Yeah. You know, very like very put together sort of thing features, and then like when she goes evil, she goes like more glamorous and yeah. more seductive. Throw I thought a that'd be fucking really
0: boa on her, Jesus. <laughs> Let's get one of those <laughs> I-just-killed-my-husband-in-a-mansion robes on her. Yes, like, come on. Yes. <laughs> anyway, it's just, like, so crazy. So then they know that she's this, She know they know that she's Hecate because she, like, murders the stripper. And it's just, like, so crazy that it's not mentioned that they could have saved this poor man's life and don't.
1: <laughs> right. Well, and also it's really weird because I guess I'm just used to, like, Supernatural or, like, Buffy where they kind of go into the history of the creature before they kill it. Like, you know what I mean? Like here, it's just kind of like, they're like, it's a demon. Let's hit it with the the sword thingy and where it's done. Like there's like not a lot of, I guess, mythological stuff. Especially when
0: it's a figure that it has so much lore and stuff. Like I think Buffy did a better job with Hecate because when uh, Willow gets really into witchery, that's like a component of it. And I think that that is more interesting than just having sort of right. like this one note. I, that's what I mean by they just like used this too early. Because having her right. only be in one episode where it's like so one note. I don't... Hecate isn't even like a goddess of fertility.
1: No. No, she's not. Like, I mean, it was like they got so many things wrong. I mean, she's not a demon anyway. But like, does this <laughs> mean that are, are not that a... I yeah. know. But it's just but it's just one of those things kind of like, does this mean there are other demons? It would be nice to explore, like, oh, she's one of the four, you know, great. Yeah, demons oh, that's in the even true too. Yeah.
0: They could have never be part of like a triumvirate of evil right. or something. But instead yeah. they just waste it on this one dude <laughs> who then the sisters don't even end up vanquishing her. No. He no. don't. It was just really it was so weird. It was just so it weird. Was so weird. It was yeah, there was just so many moments where I was like, what the fuck? So anyway, the stripper comes in, he takes off his clothes, they kill him, blah, 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 blah. It was um, not enjoyable. It's yeah. I mean, like the whole entire scene. It was, was not, not sexy. <laughs> nope. And then Nothing. he ends up dead. They did not um, throw
1: anyone any bones or boners. Yeah, so. exactly.
0: Just like, what a waste. Um, but anyway, so Prue then calls Okay, so I guess the idea is that Allison can break the spell with a declaration of love. Like, because Hecate has a spell on oh, okay. Elliot. I somehow missed that, but okay. That I did sense. too, but then when I was reading through like the cor- the description of the episode, I was like, oh, I guess that's why they have her do Okay, to, like, that's why they had her do anyone her thing. Has I it thought it was and... a distraction method. I was like, oh, there's... St- <laughs> yeah, they're distracting him. It's fine. But anyway, that's how they talk <laughs> Allison into coming to the wedding is basically okay. by being like, if you express your love, the spell will be broken, blah, 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 blah. Which does work when they do interrupt yeah. the wedding. It does sort of like, you know, break the spell, I guess, right? Doesn't it? No, because.
1: Not well, really, because he's still in the bedroom, still kind of drugged up. Yeah, yeah. So
0: like- and but then he must sort of know because the only thing that happens when they when the sisters like burst into the room and she's about to be impregnated by him is that he rolls off of the bed and then he like kind of realizes right. that he can do something about it? I guess I just thought he rolled off the bed because the bed was a bit off
1: kilter and so his body was just gonna naturally You're like roll. who knows what's happening like but it he,
0: wasn't intentional but there was nothing I guess what I'm saying is there was nothing that happened then that would have broken the spell so it must have yeah. already been broken I don't know Uh, but anyway, that's like the other weird thing is that they all go to the wedding. Prue and Allison are there and Prue kind of like alludes to touched by an angel to Allison, which, oh yes, that's pretty hard. (laughs) I was like, "What?"
1: They're like, you know, I know they were on the same time, but like, they're not even on the same networks. That's the problem. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, <laughs> what is even happening here? She's like, you know, that show, that weekly drama where an angel helps people. And Allison's like, "I love that show." And Prue's like, "Don't get too excited. I'm nothing like that." And I'm like, "Why did you?" I'm not you an angel, it but it's- <laughs> anyway. Okay, whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh so. They, so Phoebe, like, says something to the mom, Mrs. Spencer, about, like, we know what's going on with your son. And the mom says, Meet me in the wine cellar. I'll be right down. Basically, like, she's now trying to save her son from this fate or whatever. But then she didn't go meet her. So she that's didn't, why I was confused. Yeah. And like, it's like literally five minutes before the wedding because while they're in the cellar, yeah. the wedding is getting started.
1: Yeah. And then the the other, like, two demon minions come downstairs. And I was like, Wait, so did the mom tell them to go downstairs? To look oh, for them maybe. You know? Yeah, maybe. Like, so that's why I was confused because I was like, the mom seemed like she was, like, intentionally, like, trying to be helpful. Yeah. But then with, like, the demons all of a sudden, like, going down there missing the wedding, you know, to me that was just like, wait, the timing's weird and the mom didn't go down there to help? Like, it was just weird to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Piper tries to freeze them. This is, again, another moment where it's, like, very clear that this was released out of order because... We already know like all of Piper's, how she does the magic, et cetera, Mm -hmm. stuff at this point. But in this scene, she tries to freeze the sisters and it doesn't work because she's too far away, which seems like explanatory. Like this is something we need to know about Piper's powers. She can only freeze stuff that's in her immediate vicinity, but it's like episode six. So like we don't really need that. And also in past episodes, like even the John Cho episode, she's able to freeze things that are farther away from her. Yeah, yeah yeah so. exactly
1: because that's what that was what I was confused I was like does she have to see them because I yeah. wasn't sure like it, but it was just it was just confused I'm like okay well, well the plot device let's just keep going yeah
0: exactly <laughs> I get what Logan was talking about when he said that this was just like the worst episode ever because it doesn't make any like everything feels like did they just forget that they just released four more episodes like this sh- I don't understand what's happening at all um but anyway so the bridesmaid demons are in the cellar with piper and phoebe and um then they like prude calls them and they're like we're in the cellar with the bridesmaids or whatever and that's when Prudence sort of decides that they need to interrupt the wedding like right then so this is all happening during the wedding the bridesmaids are in the wine cellar just like Talking about evil plans and starting to think about fighting the sisters, and yeah. Prudence and Allison go up to the wedding and they do the whole "I object" thing when the priest says, or if anyone has any reasons these two should not be wed, which <laughs> is just hilarious. Like to me, just in general, yep. I know that nobody I does was that in weddings anymore. Or maybe yeah, I don't think it was in my wedding. It definitely wasn't appreciate- in mine. But I yeah. also, like, our, our, for our wedding, I wrote the entire thing. I told the deacon who was, like, a family friend of and the uh, deacon of the church that my parents went to for my whole childhood that, like, I didn't want God to be mentioned. I didn't want mm-hmm. Jesus to be mentioned. I didn't want gender to be mentioned. I just wanted yeah. it to be, like, totally secular. So that sort of, like, traditional thing just would not have made it in there. But I also think that that was, like, intended to be... Like if they're related to each other or something, not just like. Right. Or if they've been married before or something yeah, like that. Like, not just like, but I love you. That's not, yeah. that wouldn't actually be a reason that those two should not be wed. Can you imagine yeah. if somebody did that to your wedding? Like, and you weren't in a demon possession, semen <laughs> scheme. You'd be like, dude, I don't love you. Leave me alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. But anyway, they, so the bride Jade turns around and she's like, you witch. And somehow that's like what pisses off Piper more than anything. Now Piper and uh, all sisters are like up there when they do the interruption. Right. Like, excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me about being called a witch. And I'm like. Yeah, like I think that that's all. Like again, another moment where it's like this should have been episode two because if it were episode two, them loudly proclaiming like basically don't call me a witch, like it's a bad thing, would make so much more sense in episode two. Yeah, I'd be like, bring it on, Hecate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then like, but that's what I
1: also didn't understand. Like Hecate's a powerful. I mean, in the just she's a powerful witch in like or demon in this like, Shell. realm, too, yeah. and she, like, you know, makes the storms happen or blah, 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 blah stuff, like, and it's just, like, well, what happened in the bedroom?
0: Like, why are we waiting for a long
1: time for all this yeah. stuff, that, you know? so
0: then, so basically, I guess, like, whenever Allison says, I still love you or whatever, and then Hecate call or Jade calls them witches, then she does a spell to, like, get it to be really windy, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and, well, the chaos of that ensues... The bridesmaids and Jade and Elliot all go upstairs for this like impregnation, whatever ceremony, which also is a plot hole because the whole idea is that it had to be sanctified by a, a priest. A they priest. were in the middle of the wedding ceremony, so being impregnated wouldn't actually fulfill whatever. Like no goal demon she's baby having. baby contract she wanted. Yeah. yeah. Demon baby contract. Exactly. <laughs> um. But whatever. And then simultaneously with the wind, that's when Andy and Daryl get there. But the sisters are chasing uh, the demon upstairs. And when they get into the bedroom, she's like straddling Elliot. And that's when the sisters walk in and she like jumps up off of him and she's like, I'm going to kill you. Whatever. I'm like,
1: that's not enough time to like get impregnated anyway. Yeah. He's still fully
0: clothed. Also like he's, they don't even have his pants unbuttoned. It's just like fully, (laughs) fully clothed. But this is why I feel like there had, like he must've been there under like physical duress, not just the spell Uh duress, because at that point he rolls off the bed and the knife that is the only thing that will vanquish this demon is mm-hmm. on the floor next to the bed. Which I think I missed how it got there. I think I missed how it got there. Oh,
1: <laughs> did they have it in their hand? And Hecate may have like yanked it out of their hand or something. Oh, yeah,
0: sure, Some, probably, something like yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably something like that. Something lame like that. Exactly. <laughs> so they're all having this conversation, and he like stands up and basically sucks all of the demons into the sword. And then it's done. So the sisters don't even have anything to do with the vanishing no. of Hecate at all. It's fully... That's why I didn't alien. understand, like,
1: why didn't the Padre, why wasn't he able to do it? Yeah, like, especially if it's so easy. Because he was easy. holding the sword?
0: Yeah. It's, I didn't they understand it. They do it so, so quickly and so easily. Because
1: he just basically, like, it was kind of like, to me it looked like it was accidental. Like, he's like, ooh, look at this shiny sword, I'm going to pick it up. And then all of a sudden, like, the souls were sucked in there. Yeah. So... I didn't quite. But I so I was like, well, maybe it's like a thing where like the 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 innocent has to like vanquish the oh, demon maybe. that way. Oh, And
0: but all, that all wasn't the sisters have had well. way too much sex to be able to vanquish a demon. Oh yeah, so their purity sucks. has been whatevered.
1: Well, see, and if I found a pregnancy test like in the in the trash, I would have thought that it was Prudence's because Prudence had just slept Prudence with Andy. Has a boyfriend. Who apparently
0: she's in love with, according to the end of the episode, where they're like, so then basically the demons are vanquished. The wedding proceeds with Allison as the bride now. Can you imagine being a fucking guest at this wedding? I know. I just... You're like, uh, I guess rich uh, people are just fucking weird. Exactly.
1: I know this is the
0: best. This is the best $200 gift I've ever spent. Like, yeah, exactly. This sort of Dinner and a show. So they get married and then Andy like shows up and is like, oh, fancy seeing you here to Prue and Prue hands him back the knife. And he's like, how did you know I would be here? And she's like, I was going to stop by later. And then they, somebody mentions true love before, I guess before Andy walks up and then they're like, oh, there's Andy like indicating that Andy and true love and Prue are true loves, which again, we talked about it last week. There is nothing to indicate that Prue likes Andy at all. At all. Because they still haven't, like, since the first episode, they still haven't, like, touched each other. Yeah. It's, like, the weirdest relationship ever, I think. On TV. I'm sure that some people have very slow-moving relationships. But the idea that this was supposed to be probably episode two based on our estimations. And they're, like, talking about one true love, but then, like... They, and later, later laterly filmed, I guess, like, episodes filmed in the future from this episode being filmed. The timeline, right. They, like, don't have any spark at all.
1: Right. Well, because like later in the quote unquote timeline, they would have like gone to the hotel and stuff like that. Like that whole, that thing hasn't happened Yeah, that
0: whole thing where they like move too fast or whatever hasn't even happened yet. And now they're like one true loving about each other. It just is so inconsistent. And I was glad to see that the sisters had to like work together in some way because last week's episode was so weird. But I think that like it's just this was just like chaos, complete nonsense (laughs) <laughs> and I think a real waste of Hecate as a character. Yeah, 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 definitely. I almost want to see if she pops back up as a character, like if there are other seasons. Oh with yeah, Hecate. maybe. Because
1: She's just in the sucked in the sword. She's actually not like dead.
0: Yeah, exactly. She could totally come back. Uh episode. Just this one episode. In all of Charmed, okay. there's one use of Hecate. I hate like, it. Like she's
1: just like such a like a, like just like in the It could the have been Pantheon Like she's just such like, a badass goddess to begin with. Yeah, use like, her for something what else. Others? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm sure you could have used like a lesser god. Like Persephone would have been cool. Like as a lesser goddess to
0: use because she was kind of a fertility goddess in the springtime she would come out. I think people like pop culture are more scared of Hecate than Persephone. Probably. They could have just made something up though. Or like literally any fertility. But I guess the problem is that fertility goddesses almost always are beloved. (laughs) Beloved. Yeah. There's not a lot that are like terrifyingly fertile or whatever. Like like like,
1: raping men across the land. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Or maybe we just don't know enough about folklore. But yeah, yeah, I just think that was a real big waste of her
1: yeah and i'm yeah. mad about so it. so what is it now so now i need to know the trivia for the episode so please tell me our episode trivia uh
0: episode trivia for wedding from hell uh
1: at first i thought this was going to be like a pun of hell from norse mythology as an underworld goddess it could but have I was used like,
0: her even because people know her less.
1: Yeah. yeah but and i was like that's gonna be a great pun and then it was hecate and i was like what
0: Okay, the name of the two young lovers are Allison Michaels and Elliot Spencer and the name of the two writers for the episode were Greg Elliot and Michael Paracone. So they used oh their own gosh. names for the lovers. <laughs> not uh, at all. Yeah, exactly. So the way that the initial um, idea of Jade being like evil comes up is because she's pricked with a needle by the seamstress and she doesn't feel it. That's like an old sign of oh, a witch right. is not feeling a needle prick. Which is, again, sort of combining issues, combining folklore. Um,
1: uh-huh. I just thought she didn't bleed because it kind of looked like it went in. I was like, oh, that must mean she's like dead.
0: <laughs> and I was so. thinking like I've pricked myself with needles before and had not like not bled also. Because oh, yeah. You have like seven layers of skin and needles are yeah. small.
1: <laughs> and sometimes you don't hit veins as proven by when we give blood
0: sometimes. Exactly. And they have to try <laughs> over and over and over again. So this is the first episode that the sisters defeat a supernatural being without using the power of three, I guess. But that's not true either. No. At Uh, least
1: in the... Maybe it's like there's a different release schedule. Like the one maybe on Peacock TV is a different than like what it should be. Maybe. I mean, it's just so weird. Because the power of three hasn't happened since the first episode. Is that right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think I think yeah. So the executive producer later. thinks that this is the lowest or the worst episode of the whole entire series. So, well, not to be dramatic, that is hilarious I, though. I guess it gets
1: better from here, so we can expect
0: that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, we'll see how
1: it goes. Did they, did they did they give an apology to Hecate? I'm sorry, Hecate. I know. No, offering. they did not. <laughs>
0: Okay. So in episode one, they use the power of three. I'm just looking through the course or the course descriptions. Can you tell that the quarter has just started? <laughs> what is even called with episodes? Oh episode gosh. descriptions. The descriptions. Yes. The course descriptions. <laughs> I was like, oh okay. my God. Yeah. It's day three of the quarter. This or today. Oh so it's just like been really chaotic. Um, so in the Something This Way, Something Wicca This Way Comes, they use the power of three. That's the one with the dad, the episode with the dad. Oh, right, right, right. Um, The photographer episode, they, do they use the force of three for the photographer? No, I think just one of them does it so. for the photographer episode. Yeah. The dad episode, wait, something, Tree of Sisters, Little Do They know New Time, Oh, that's the first one. Okay, so yeah, uh, the photographer one. No, I think just one of them does it there. The dad one. No, I think just one of them does it there. Right? No, it is the power of three for the dad. I think. I think
1: yeah, that because the dad was in there and they were like trying to banish them. I think that was that was the power of three in that moment. Yeah, John Cho
0: episode is not the power of three. The dream sorcerer is not, man, that was a no. fucking terrible episode. Ugh. They don't even talk about the main issue. See, see, that see, to know. me is the worst of all the whole series.
1: Yeah. To me, that's to me, that's the worst. Like that was like this one at least was like fun, zany but enjoyable. Yeah. Exactly. That one was just horrible at all fronts and so didn't want to talk about it. At all. It so yeah, bad.
0: exactly. This one was at least like kind of funny and ridiculous and like yeah. chaotic. love The last yeah. one was just like, Stupid and boring and didn't like the sisters never interacted at all. It was just bad. Yeah, but I, yeah. I loved this one. I'm so glad we finally got to it. I do think yes, that it too. was the one of the worst episodes of TV I've ever seen <laughs> from a, at like, least a linear perspective. time perspective. Yes. <laughs> yes definitely. <laughs> I don't know it, why they did that. Why did they move it?
1: I yeah, I I yeah, I just and part of me thinks it's because they wanted to do the reveal that there's something like sinister going on later. Instead of like revealing in the second episode, they wanted to like keep it from people until episode six. Oh, maybe. Six. I bet you're right. That's the only thing I can figure. But then why just, you know, why just not like either cut the scenes to later or just like refilm some stuff? Anyway, it just didn't make any sense. I-, I think that's make the only thing sense. that like I would have thought that you know, would be a reason for them to have pushed it till later that they wanted more like mystery and like, there's a big baddie coming. So stay tuned. Next yeah, week
0: exactly. Stuff, so. Yeah. You're probably right. They wanted it to be, but it's just like, there were so many inconsistencies because of that choice that it almost seems like it right. would have been less difficult to overcome if they just had had the big bad introduced earlier. Like yeah, knowing yeah. that Prudence's boss is evil it wouldn't That's have really impacted no. the other episodes. Like, it would have been fine. Yeah. We could have still had yeah. the same episodes as usual.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's for me, like, maybe I just used to, like, things like Supernatural, but, like, big baddies are, like, introduced early in the season. Yeah, and you see it they have and to be. Them.
0: So, but this is yeah. technically still early in the season because this is the era of 24 episode seasons. <laughs> I guess there's oh only gosh. 22, but still. Like, episode six is technically still the beginning of the season. <laughs> Okay. Oh man, I'm so glad that people aren't forcing themselves to do 22, 24 episode seasons anymore. Oh, I know. It's so much more fun to watch shows that only have like 12. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so glad too. It's just so much more enjoyable (laughs) and tighter. Like they could have left out the dream, the bat, like last week's episode completely. They wouldn't even because there was no really character development. We didn't learn anything.
1: Like that's that's to me is like you know
0: the key. You're just saving space. Yeah, so. All right. So next week, we're going to be talking about the fourth sister, which is season one, episode seven. And the synopsis for that one says a troubled teenager, Aviva, befriends Phoebe with the hopes of joining the Hollowell Coven of Witches. But Aviva's mentor has her own agenda to steal the charmed one's power. So I wouldn't really call
1: them a coven. Like,
0: to yeah, they're sister. just
1: literally <laughs> sisters. Like, they're three sisters who live in a house together. And they're not I... even, like, just doing much magic at all. They're not even, like, <laughs> warding their house properly. So
0: <laughs> we've got some complaints, show brothers. Anyway, have... <laughs> so. I'm super excited to talk about that. And we'll see how I it know. plays out next week. Yes. woo <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I was telling oh. our friend Rachel that in my family, we always put an ah before woohoo. We're like always subtly oh, saying a, a woohoo. woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've noticed that, but I'm, I just thought it was like, I didn't know if it was like a direct article, sort of like ask a, or like woo-hoo. a sound.
0: No, it's just a. <laughs> you just get one woohoo. <laughs> yeah, you get a woohoo, and that is it. That is that all is I all. will give you. <laughs> the,
1: that is all the woohoo's I have in my budget today. <laughs> is one <laughs> a
0: single woohoo? <laughs> all right, love you, love you all. <laughs>